Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in Matthew 23, looking at all that Lord Jesus Christ said to the scribes and Pharisees in this chapter. The woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites. So we're going to look at the last woe, the last time he says that. Beginning with verse 29, listen to this. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous. And you say this, if we had been living in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partners with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of the guilt of your prophets. So Jesus is sitting there saying, you know, you're hypocritical because you're doing this. <clears throat> you build the tombs under the prophets and you adorn them. Boy, they look at these wonderful monuments to the righteous people. And it looks great and it looks marvelous. And then you say this. Oh, if we'd been living back then, we wouldn't have done what our fathers did. And he says, you don't realize what you're doing. You're testifying that you're literally sons of murderers. You are sons of those that have murdered the prophets. Now, uh, the son and the family member would not be held accountable for such, though there was impact for such through the families, right? So what is Jesus saying here? He's saying, hey, you think that you're so much better than your forefathers who were murderers, but I've already laid out for you how you are hypocrites in the various things that you are doing. He says the thing that you're doing, he said, you're just filling up the same measure of the guilt of your fathers. You're acting the same way they did. Okay, you're doing the same exact thing that they were doing. You'll see, Jesus already knew that they were planning to kill him. Right? To kill him. They were planning the same exact thing. Well, Jesus doesn't quit there. The 33rd verse of Matthew 23, he says this, You serpents, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the sentence of hell? That is a pretty forthright and bold declaration and statement. Jesus called them exactly what they were. He says, you're serpents. You're a brood of serpents, <coughs> a brood of vipers. And then he asked them a question. He says, how in the world are you going to escape from hell? The unsaid answer is that they're not going to escape from hell. He'd already told them that they were blind guides, that they were blind men, okay? That they were... Uh, all about robbery and self-indulgence for themselves and whatever they can get for themselves. Now he's saying, you know what? How will you escape the sentence of hell? It won't be possible for them to escape the sentence of hell if they continue on in the way that they're going right now. Verse 34, therefore, so we got a little term of conclusion here. Therefore, behold, I am sending you prophets and wise men and scribes some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. Let me stop right there. It's in the verse, but it's the middle of the sentence. So Jesus is telling them what? Hey, you're very proud of the fact, and you've testified against yourself that you would never do what your fathers have done, what your forefathers did to the prophets. And Jesus is saying this. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to send to you prophets. And I want to send wise men. And I want to send scribes. And you're going to do the same thing with them. Some of them you're going to kill. Some of them you're going to crucify. 
Some of them you're going to scourge in your synagogues. That's an interesting little turn of a phrase that you see throughout the New Testament. It's like man's synagogue, not God's synagogue, and that you're going to persecute them from city to city. He's saying this, you're going to behave the same way as your forefathers did because you have the same spirit in you that they had. He continues, verse 35, so that upon you may fall the guilt of all the righteous blood shed on earth from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. So he's telling them, here's what's going to happen. The blood, this, the guilt of all this righteous blood that's been shed by your forefathers and by you, by this religious spirit, okay, you're going to be held accountable for this. From righteous Abel, we know the story about Cain and Abel, to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah. Apparently, this is the same Zechariah that wrote the book in the Bible we have called Zechariah. Because that Zechariah is the son of Berechiah. And we learn right here from Jesus, we don't really learn this from his letter, but we learn this from Jesus, that he was murdered between the temple and the altar. The last verse gives us a little insight into this. Jesus continued to speak. And he says, Truly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. Hmm. <clears throat> all what things? will come upon this generation? Hey, yeah, that's a loaded question. And people say, well, what about this? What about this? I think it's likely the idea that Messiah is standing there before them and talking with them at that very moment. And they were rejecting him in the same way that their forefathers had rejected the prophets. The same exact thing, the same line of thought, okay? They're doing the same thing. But this time, in rejecting this prophet, they are rejecting their Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. They are rejecting. And he says, that's what's going to happen. You're going to reject me, and it's, you're going to do it in this generation. And in the same way that uh, the blood of righteous Abel was spilled and the blood of Zechariah was spilled, you're going to spill blood. And he's already described how you're going to do it. He says, you're going to kill some of them. And some of them you're going to crucify. Some interesting things there in verse 34. He says, I'm sending you prophets and wise men. A huge portion of the body of Christ today, true believers, true church, do not believe that the Lord sends forth prophets today. They don't believe in what you see in the scripture, the spiritual gift of prophecy, of prophesying, of what you see in the scripture in Ephesians 4, of the role and functioning of uh, the prophet, okay, the prophet. and But Jesus right here is verifying it. He says, I'm sending you prophets. He said, I'm going to send them. I'm going to send wise men. I'm going to send scribes. I'm going to send these teachers. I'm going to send all this. You're going to kill some. You're going to crucify some. You're going to scourge them. You're going to persecute them from city to city. And you know what? This is all going to take place in this generation. Ah, Jesus is winding this up. Let me just go ahead and read these three verses right here the end of the 23rd chapter. And Jesus says this. It's actually a lament over the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I have wanted to gather your children together the way a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were unwilling. Behold, your house is being left to you desolate. 
For I say to you, from now on you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So he's declaring this over Jerusalem. He says, Jerusalem, and he's speaking, yes, of the city, but it's the people of the city, obviously, that you kill the prophet. You stone those that the Lord has sent to you. And he says, I've wanted to gather you together like a chick does her hands. But you know what? You've rejected. You were unwilling. And because you were unwilling, your house is going to be left desolate. This is actually an interpretation of what Jesus has been saying to them and all these woes to you, that your house is going to be left desolate. But you know what? You're not going to see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Remember what the scripture says. When it's all said and done, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.